my mother's phone has just stopped working. As in the caller can hear her, but she cannot hear a thing. And my mother has never bothered to learn how to text, so this is how we communicate now. It's like something out of a spy film. I call. She answers and says she still cannot hear a thing. Hello? 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 Now that she's been alerted, though, I send her a message with my question. For example, do we have oyster sauce at home? She calls me back and gives me her reply, blindly, like floating a bottle with a message into the sea. I respond with a text message saying, OK. It's my version of saying, Roger that. She sends back a random keystroke text message to say, basically, over and out. Then, distrustful of this one-way process, she makes my sister call me anyway. I have a cryptic message from Ma. We have sauce. Of course, this makes the entire carefully set up handshake protocol moot. But communication in the 21st century is no laughing matter. This is Sandeep Roy in Kolkata. We grew up in a world where phones routinely did not work. We would keep getting a wrong number. We had cross connections where we'd listen to other people's conversations for hours. Phones would give up the ghost at the mere sight of storm clouds. And once it died, there was no telling when the government telephone department would deign to fix it. In a country where 600 million people had only 2 million landlines, the laws of demand and supply were against us. Indian politician Shashi Tharoor told a story about that at the launch of his book, The Elephant, the Tiger and the Cell Phone, about how the communication minister told a parliamentarian in 1984 that phones were a luxury in India, not a right. That the government had no obligation to provide better service. And then the Honourable Member was dissatisfied with his telephone service, he was free to return his instrument, since there was an eight-year-long waiting list of people waiting for the telephone. Mobile phones changed all that. It leapfrogged India into the 21st century. There are over 900 million mobile phones in the country, compared to some 28 million landlines. The tele-density of the country is over 73%. The phone is no longer a luxury, it's a necessity, actually more than a necessity. It's an addiction. I don't know what to do with myself anymore in public transport without my phone. It's a status symbol. Apple had its first midnight launch in India with cheerleaders and pom-poms for iPhone 6 in a country where stories constantly remind us two-thirds of the population live on less than $2 a day, as CNN IBN reports. According to reports, Apple has shipped more than 50,000 units to India to take care of the expected demand until the second wave of devices reached the Indian shores. This after the company couldn't meet the demand last year when iPhone 5S Gold came to the markets. My great-aunt eloped from home in the 1940s. She tells me that story of her great romance and how her brother smuggled letters to and fro in his socks. All I can think is, my God, how did she do it without a phone? Forget an elopement. Is even romance possible anymore without a smartphone? 
When phones were a luxury, we knew how to work around them because we couldn't depend on them. Now we are just helpless without them. We don't even know anyone's numbers anymore. My mother still charges her defunct phone. She needs it to tell the time at night. Once she used a wristwatch for that. But the phone promised to take care of all those needs. Phones might be getting smarter, but I'm not sure if we are. This is Sandeep Roy in Kolkata for KELW.